Welcome. You are now tuned in to the Real Estate Investing Women podcast. Laura and myself, Liz, are a mother-daughter duo that has a combination of lifetime experience. With Laura having over 35 years of experience in the business, and I came in a little over seven years ago with a more modern and virtual approach to investing. Combined, we create a winning formula. We are dedicated to empowering women as they start or scale their own real estate investing journey. We offer a supportive community of like-minded women, up-to-date training and strategies, and showing you how to build a real estate investing business of your dreams around your lifestyle. We are going to share with you the real deal and real life experiences as it comes to real estate investing. Listen in, and today we will address a specific topic and answer your burning real estate questions. Be sure to email in your questions to be featured at questions at realestateinvestingwomen.com. Let's get started. Hey, ladies, welcome back to the Real Estate Investing Women podcast. I'm your host, Liz, co-founder of Real Estate Investing Women. And today we are diving head first into the ultimate challenge I hear from my ladies. Can you guess what it is? Time management. Now, everyone that I talk to are juggling so much, whether it's family, friends, uh, spouses, kids, work, household duties, day-to-day stuff, that can get so exhausting. (laughs) And trust me, as someone that's a single mom that runs multiple um, businesses, time management is the most crucial when starting or leveling up any endeavor that you're on, right? Is how can I do more in the time that I have? Because we all have the same 24 hours in a day. So buckle up because I'm going to give you some strategies to really supercharge this productivity during the time that you have. So one of the things I do is I do what's called time blocking. And I do a lot of training on this specifically with my students because they need to know what to do. But every Sunday I will sit there and I will time block my entire week. And this is down to what it takes to even drive there. Because what we don't, this is a tip right here, is what we don't account for is the driving, the traffic, getting there. And so we'll plan like ours to the T in minutes of how long. And then before you see, you see, it's like, oh, I I didn't account this. And now this is getting pushed back or I have to cut this short and stuff like that. So time blocking everything, your family schedule, spend a little bit on Sundays down to meal prepping, everything so that you have more success. The other thing I recommend is putting your mo- the time that you need to focus on this business during your productive hours. That changes for everybody. I am more productive between the hours of 6 and 11 a.m. <laughs> that is when my brain is on its A game, so I put a lot of the things I don't wanna do, a lot of the stuff that's a little harder to do during that time that's that way I don't put it off because I'm in that productive zone, okay? So doing that is really important. Next is learning to say no. And I know so many of my ladies are like, absolutely not. Like we are people pleasers. Get comfortable with saying no. I hate to tell you this. If you do not get comfortable saying no, you are going to never give that time to yourself. So this is the game changer right here is you have to practice prioritizing and gracefully declining tasks that don't align with your goals. Saying no is the clear path to saying yes to yourself. And so making sure that you have these conversations with your family and friends saying, look, these are my goals right now. 
These are my set times I'm working on it. I am not going to give up stuff for myself, especially something that could propel myself, my family, and just you in general as your confidence forward because you can't say no to other people. If it does not align with where you're trying to go, you have to get comfortable saying no. And anyone, and I say this and you've seen the memes, if they get upset by you setting boundaries, it's because they benefited from you not having them. So what I did in the very beginning, because I'm a single mother and my son, he was very young at the time, was even though he was young, he was four, right? Four when I really started time blocking is I sat with him and I said, look, I'm going to do this as much as I can when you're not around, when you're at daycare or at school. But, you know, if I have to do some like a call or something while you're home, this is what I expect. And we, we revisit this conversation quite a bit as he grows. And don't think that your kids don't understand. They do, but you have to word it in a way that benefits them. You have to word it to your family and your friends in a way that benefits them. Hey, if I have an hour to do this, then we can go do this, right? So stuff like that. So really understanding that is super important. The next thing is to block out your your distractions, right? Put your phone on do not disturb, face it down, put it on silent. We are in the constant buzz of notifications all the time. It's like this hit of dopamine every time you get a notification or sometimes it's annoyance, but you need these sacred zones to focus. So shut down those interruptions, put on your do not disturb, Close the door to your office. If you have a space, close the door. Do this even for an hour a day. We call these the power hours. You will move so far in life in one hour a day if you could have non-distractions. Don't get on social media, nothing like that, okay? Next is the brain dump. Writing everything you have to do that week down, okay? Witness it and then take on your most important task first. So when I'm doing the time blocking, this kind of goes in with that, honestly, is I write down what I'm going to do in the time that I give myself. I am a list person. It took time, by the way, this took time (laughs) to get there, but you know, to do what takes it, what makes important for you and do those priorities first, and then you can have your other list. And then also making sure that you take care of you in this, it's not indulgence. This is self-preservation, ladies. So prioritize yourself like you would your VIP clients, your husbands, your kids, block time to work out for your own hobbies and relaxation. Once a month, I do what's called a self-care Saturday. I go and do a facial, a massage. I get my hair done, my nails done. Do whatever it matters to you. What makes you happy? Going outside, putting your feet in the grass, going and sitting at the beach, and watching the waves or going hiking, you have to take care of yourself. Again, this is not an indulgence. This is self-preservation. Taking care of yourself. You're a priority too. I get up every morning between 4 and 5 a.m. I don't wake up my son until 7 to 8 for school, depending on what we have that day. He doesn't have to leave till 8.45. His school starts so late. But even before it did, before he went into middle, um, I did this and this was how I started my day was my me time, my mindset, my morning rituals and everything like that. And then last but not least is leveraging tools, right? So I use Trello, Google Calendar, things like that, automation tools that you can do everywhere. We have technology, use it, use what works for you. I just like this because I can access it anywhere. And these are like your sidekicks. These are the ones that will help you reclaim your time. And so I recommend that. And then last but not least, my final tip is more of a reminder. 
is this is trial and error. You are not going to be perfect. I still don't hit every to-do I have on a weekly basis because I'm a little bit of an overachiever when I fill this out. But this is trial and error. You're going to find what works for you. Give yourself a little bit of grace, okay? Give yourself a little bit of grace as you go through this. You're, you know, some weeks life just happens, okay? So if you can, delegate and outsource as much as you can. What do I mean here is like, I don't want to deep clean my house when I can be doing other things. So I have a lady that comes, and this is something that I had to work up to. I didn't just do this in the beginning when I didn't have money, but... I have a lady that comes in deep, cleans my house once a week, and then I keep up with it. I get my meals delivered. This is more for accountability and weight loss. And then I just cook my son's meals. Um, and his are usually quick and easy. Um, I do, I have people that mow my lawn every week because I live in South Florida. So it's an every week thing. And I have people that come and clean my pool. I don't need to do this. This doesn't make me money. This pisses me off to do every day <laughs> or every week. So let somebody else do it. I even have my ironing delegate it out because I don't like to iron, but I don't want wrinkly shirts. I had to build up to this ladies. I started incredibly broke in the beginning. You do what you have to do, but as you start making money in these businesses, you can start delegating the things you don't want to do. I even have a lady that comes and walk my dogs. I only have her once a week. Um, I do the other days for exercise, but I have her come on my craziest day. So I'm not stressed out and my dogs get their walking. So really just understanding that and delegating and outsource as much. A lot of you have spouses or people to help you. Talk to them, okay? And ask for their help. Say, look, like if you want me to become this real estate queen and do all this stuff, I need help in the meantime while I'm building and doing most of the work. Kind of setting that up and getting support where you can. I mean, it's just so nice to have help. I have to pay for it, but some of you have built-in help in your house, okay? So, you know, I have to take Hunter everywhere and stuff like that, and I have to really time manage everything because he has every day something going on for extracurriculars, MMA, karate, science club, tutoring, and all of that. So some of you have that built-in help, and you you need to be okay with asking for help, and I know that's hard because we don't want to be bothersome, but you have to do this. So I hope this helps. And for the next few weeks, I'm really going to be helping you guys set up your 2024 on the best route. Um, if you need more help on this, of course, check out our website, realestateinvestingwomen.com. Um, but this is how I run a really busy multi-million dollar businesses. I have a few of them and this helps. So make this time work for you. Okay. So these are the strategies for my busy real estate queens out there that are really trying to do that. And I hope you guys have a wonderful day and happy holidays. And that wraps up another episode of our REIW podcast. We're thrilled to have you as a listener and we hope you have found today's discussion helpful. If you're looking to take things to the next level or just get started in investing, consider following us on our social media. We are on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, you name it, at Real Estate Investing Women. Or check out our website at www.realestateinvestingwomen.com. Talk to you soon.